why does work feel like it's never ending and then all you do with the money you earn is pay bills is the type of work that you do today the kind of work that satisfies you man work sucks and i'm gonna tell you why on this episode of perspectives What up, what up, everyone? Thank you for joining me again for episode three of Perspectives. My name is Murky, and I'm about to blow your mind on this whole work thing. I got a couple different perspectives for y'all, and it's really gonna show us why work just sucks nowadays. Plain and simple, it sucks. So... I'm going to start off by taking y'all way back, like back to ancient times, to the days where work was considered to be the way of life and it was fulfilling. It was happiness because you worked for your well-being, kind of like to survive. I read the Bible and something I've really gotten out of it is... When you work to keep your family and yourself going, you get that feeling of satisfaction that modern day jobs just don't give. For instance, like way back in uh, 6,000 years ago, people would wake up, they would milk cows, pick up chicken eggs, make breakfast and enjoy a breakfast with the fam. And that must have felt great. Because you got, you know, the husband going out and doing something. The wife going out and doing something. The little kids probably fixing at the table or doing something. And after the half an hour or whatever, everybody gets at the table, starts eating breakfast. Something that you worked for, you know. You worked for it so you feel satisfied. You feel good. And... After, they would go into the fields and feed their livestock. Give them water. And I mean, this was like a lot of livestock. It's not like now. This was thousands and thousands of sheep. And thousands of camels. And even more chicken. Like, it was a lot. They they would have to like have bunches of kids just to be able to you know give them chores and do all these things because one man and one woman wouldn't be able to do all these things by themselves and that's where like family comes in so everybody had to work it was it was it was part of life and at the end of the day you felt like you you did something for yourself for your family for you guys to to prosper we all know that work nowadays does not feel like that they would gather up like firewood they'd get you know, straws and, and build their small houses and this i'm sure got even worse during the winter i bet they had to like double up on everything during the winter they'd go catch fish and bring the fish back daily things that required you to do in order to live life at the end of the day a hard day's work 
you felt good because again you would sit down with the family and eat the fish that you caught sit by the fire that you made with the firewood that you got and drink some hot cocoa before going to bed i'm sure that this felt like like real it felt like like you were actually doing it for a reason and not just doing it for a man so this was like actual work and the woman did a lot too you know she she probably had to plant the gardens keep up with the fruit and the vegetables um skin the fish teach the younglings how to skin the fish and how to milk the cows and how to plant and all these things you know so everybody had like work and i'm sure it was like a daily thing seven days a week <laughs> so they felt like they were actually accomplishing something in life nowadays you have a set time you go to work nine to six or maybe like six to three whichever it is and you got to be work at a specific time if you're not there at a specific time you get in trouble and you got to leave at a specific time and they they like tax you all for everything and it's just an annoying place to be all these different things that make work into the opposite of what it should be so the majority of work is done for another man instead of for your well-being so back then people kept growing and expanding and families started getting bigger and bigger and things started changing cities were were built towns were built and around 4000 years ago was when there was the first mass slavery happening over in Egypt, when Egypt was still prospering, there lived Egyptians and there was also Israelites. Egypt decided they wanted to grow even more, right? And build and build and become a superpower. But they couldn't do it without workers. And in the super hot sun, where there's no shade, no one wants to work. And if they did want to work, it would only be for like a couple hours and where would Egypt get if people worked like two day, two hours every day or whatever? They wouldn't have gone anywhere. So since they wanted prosperity, along with the fact that the Egyptians didn't want the Israelites to keep growing in numbers and eventually take over Egypt, they decided, well, let's start making these Israelites work and they'll work for us and they'll work for free. <laughs> And not only that, let's give them a coin once they finish a day's work. And with that coin, they can pay us for the food that they'll eat. So it was like a cycle of harsh labor, beatings, no 15-minute breaks, no conversating, none of that. It was work, 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 build, build, build. And after you're done, if you got that little penny, you get food. If you pissed off... One of the slave masters, you weren't getting no penny. So this went on for a while, for 400 years. That means grandparents and great-grandparents and great-great-grandparents were known as slaves. Like, if you look at it from these people's perspectives, you could think back and say, wow, my grandmother was a slave and my great-grandmother was a slave. And it must have been like a, a never-ending thing 
where you saw no light at the end of the tunnel. Probably didn't even see a tunnel. This was... This wasn't really like work anymore. You know what I mean? This was something evil and wrong. Eventually, um, Moses rebelled. And God used him to free all these slaves from Egypt. And just like that, it happened. Now, this is where we as humans messed up. After we were like set free, we had direct communication with God through Moses. And... God wasn't playing. He said, if you follow my commandments and you be righteous, I'll bless you. You'll have it all. You'll live good. You'll work, but, you know, that work will be for you. And the work will feel good again. It'll feel, it'll feel satisfying. And you won't have to get beaten all day and all of that. But if you don't, and if you start following other gods and loving, like, humanly things and all that stuff, well, I'm going to curse you. So he gave them an option, basically. But I'm going to tell you what the curse was. Because, you know, obviously they went against God. So they wanted to follow their own beliefs. And God put it in detail, too. He said, if you disobey me, one day you will be cursed. You'll be cursed in the city. Wait, I got like a... You'll be cursed in the city. And you'll be cursed in the field. The Lord shall smite you with a fever and with an inflammation and with extreme burning and with the sword and with blasting. And they shall pursue you until you perish. Now, let me tell you right now, this is talking about the African-Americans as we know them 200, 300 years ago. Or just Africans. Hold on, I'm going to give y'all a little history time real quick. If y'all don't know, the world was reset a long time ago. And basically, God only saw a man and his family pure enough to continue living. So his name was Noah. That man's name was Noah. We've all heard of him. He got in the ark. The world flooded. See, I'm giving you like the Bible's perspective. If the Bible is real and the Bible is true, then it claims that this is what happened. It gives you a bit of history. So from the Bible's perspective, Noah got out the ark. Uh, he got drunk one night. I'm sure he was stressed. His youngest son, Ham, came into his tent. And saw him naked all drunk. So Ham. Instead of like helping his dad out. And putting him to bed. He went back out the tent. And told his brothers all about it. Um, he had two brothers. Um, Shem and Japheth. So he told them. Oh dad's in there. You know he's. He's all drunk. And he's naked. He's not even covering himself. Blah blah blah. He was probably young and like inexperienced, didn't know what to do. That was something big at the time, but that's for a whole other podcast. Nakedness is something big in the ancient world. But his two brothers, they were shocked. They were like, oh, what? They grabbed a blanket and they covered Noah and put him to bed. The next morning, Noah was mad. And <laughs> he went to Ham and he was like, I curse you. 
and your whole lineage from now on, you and your whole lineage are going to be Shem's servants. And your descendants will be his servants. And that doesn't like literally mean they'll be serving Shem. But that they'll be at a lower state from now on, from then on, than Shem's descendants will be. But they will be like the ones doing something, doing things for Shem's descendants. They'll be at the lower state and they will always be in that serving, you know, in that serving way. So from here, the Bible says Ham started going down south. Him and his family went down south. This means they went to Egypt and all of Africa because the, the ark landed north of Egypt. Shem went east, which means him and his family started growing larger and larger and went into India, you know, Afghanistan, China, all the way through Alaska and North America. That's why, and I'm just putting it out there, that's why a Native American and a Chinese person and a Mexican native have so many similar features in their faces. Ham went south and Africa didn't have like the resources like that. You know, we all know, we see it all the time. It's it's a it's a huge desert and it has beauty in it, of course, but at the end of the day it's a huge desert. And then you look east into China and all these things, the Great Wall of China, all you see around it is trees for Miles upon miles upon miles upon miles. India, kind of the same thing. East had a lot of resources, had a lot of had a lot of stuff. So, you know, Shem's descendants had a good thing going for them while walking east, while going east towards North America. Ham, he lacked resources and is still. Africa still does lack resources. Um, so they had to work hard. You know, for everything they had to work hard. They had to... If 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 Shem had to get water, he could go to a river and he'd be good. If Ham had to get water... I'm not saying like Ham and Shem themselves. I'm just saying their names because their descendants go by them. So... These are people who lived east or in China 100 years after Shem and lived south or in Africa or in Madagascar 100 years after Ham. So if, if these people had to go get water, Ham's descendants or Ham, he, okay, he would find a pond or whatever, but it wasn't purified water or good water or river you know a water water that's flowing that you could just drink i mean i'm sure it was found in, Af in africa but rarely we we see it today we, we still see it it's rare for it to have any kind of fresh water and it's still like that unfortunately and sadly but um you know then that's where the chinese dynasty comes from and and all the the prosperity and the gold and the jewels and the kings and the queens and blah 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 keeps on going and Japheth we can't forget about him he went north 
He went up to like Russia and Germany and Spain, you know, Finland, Poland, all these places up top where you got like, you know, where the Europeans come from. His complexion was like white. You, if you really, really think about it, there's three different kinds of complexion in the human race. No more than three. You have brown, black. You have that light tan, dark tan kind of complexion. And you have white. That's it. You don't have the other ones. And and it's, it's obvious. There's three different complexions because there was three different people who left where the ark landed and went three different directions and had three different climates and had three different everything was different in all three of these climates everything so god cursed the african israelites because they decided to disobey they went along with other gods and things like um like Black Panther, right? The movie. Y'all seen that movie. I'm sure a lot of people have seen that movie. <clears throat> That's the type of thing they chose. They chose to follow like these weird gods and, and trust in like animals and and that the animals were the gods and that type of like dancing and drumming. If you guys, you know, worship that nowadays, today, well, that's that's what you do. And this is just my perspective from how I see it. It's like a weird kind of culture that has no has no real stand standing. It doesn't have a base. They just went along with what they had. So that's the type of thing they chose to follow instead of God that freed them, right, from Egypt. So God said, okay. All right, cool. I'm going to take my hand off of protection off of you. And let's see if those other gods will protect you. So he said, you will build houses. But like this is all like written. He said you will build houses, but you won't live in them. You will plant vineyards, but you won't enjoy what those vineyards give. Your cattle will be killed and your women will be taken away from you and, and your children too. And there will come these people who you won't understand their language, their dialogue. You won't know what they're saying and will be from another place who will take you away from Africa into a far, far land and you'll be given to your enemies and you'll work for them. And you won't enjoy your labor. And they'll beat your children. And the older people too. They won't care at all how they feel. Like they could be 98 years old. They could be 5 years old. They won't care. They'll, they'll literally murder them right in front of your face. This is what God was telling them that was going to happen. If they decided to go their own ways and not follow God. He was telling them, this is 4,000 years ago. This is a long time ago, way before, um, well, modern day slavery, if you want to call it. 
I'm sure you guys get what the Bible was referring to. So Americans went over to Africa, took 12 million Africans and brought them to America and and um, South America, all these places, the Caribbean islands and all these different places, right? And they made them work. And they did the same and more than Egypt did. See, a lot of people claim that white men forced religion and and the Bible on the black slaves of back then. And that's half true, half false. Because if, if you think about it, if they would have listened to God and kept his ways, they wouldn't have been in that predicament to start with. History would have been a whole nother thing. So what did, what did God do? He took his hand of protection off. And let me just say this. God is going to use any and everything to let you know he's real bad and good things bad and good people the africans departed from the truth so god said all right these europeans carry bibles all day you know these europeans they might not actually read it they might not actually apply it to their lives they might not go by it they probably don't know where it came from, who wrote it, but they carried them around all day. And that's just the truth. They did. They had a Bible all the time, go to church, not knowing what they were doing, not knowing why, but they did. I told you a couple thousand years ago what would happen. It's not like he didn't warn them. He, he warned them. They didn't listen, so they came, took them, and what did the Americans use? used it out of context but they used the bible i personally and i was probably weird to a lot of y'all i call that mercy i'm just being real i call that mercy because this is from my perspective if it didn't happen 12 million descendants from ham would have perished just completely perished and some might have still perished you know like on while here but look how many blacks there are now and how many have descended since slavery started. Learning about God and his ways again. You know, some still choose to like worship themselves. And don't get me wrong. Some still worship them and their jewelry and their money and, and their idols and blah, blah, blah. But that goes back to the curse that Noah put on Ham. Noah said, you'll serve Shem. And if you think LeBron and Jay-Z and Beyonce and, and Alicia Keys and all these like African-American celebrities, Will Smith, from A to B to C to D, all these people, if you think that they're like their own bosses you're dead wrong that's the truth some people won't want to know the truth but you're wrong if you think these people are their own bosses they serve the real people in power who have a real plan that comes from a real entity the people who you never even heard about the people who stay behind the scenes they put these black celebrities out there 
so we can see them as like role models and idols but they're only doing the devil's work that's all that they're doing they're doing the devil's work but i'll stop because that's all like classified info <laughs> but for real if you look at it from the bible's perspective you start seeing there's no better history but that's true Myself included, though. I, I might be Puerto Rican, but my ancestor is Ham. History repeats itself, and this is what came out of that. Once slavery was claimed to be over or whatever, the enemies or the enemy regarding Satan figured out, ah, it's, it's better to enslave people's minds. It's probably better if I just go after everybody's brains instead of trying to, like, enslave their bodies. Because it's, it's just not going to go on forever. They're going to rebel at some point. <clears throat> so that type of slavery ended. But the next step, the bigger step, the, the, the more controlling step came into play. The same slave masters that had slaves for 400 years here in America are the ancestors of these big businesses owners and these huge corporation owners. That make up like America what it is today. So we work and work and work for the descendants of these slave masters. But we just don't really like realize that. Um, why don't we realize it? These like they said to themselves, well, let's make cars. You know what I mean? Let's make cars affordable and they can spend the money that they earned working for us on that car and the gas because they'll need it for the cars. And then they'll be spending the money giving it back to us. And let's somehow buy electricity. Let's own electricity. Let's make it ours so we can provide the electricity to everyone. And everyone will want it because it's convenient. And we already claimed all the land, so let's make people pay us to buy that land. And they can do it, but they'd have to save up a lot of money to do it. <laughs> Add all that to the fact that technology has taken over the brains of everyone. So no one really cares or really thinks about anything as long as they can enjoy the technology. So you said, let's give them phones and, and laptops and... and TVs and entertainment so they can spend their money on that stuff while they keep working for us. Working for us. So we've been brainwashed. A mass brainwash. You think people with that much power would simply give it up? No matter what president or protest or people said, they weren't going to just be like, all right, I guess this money making phase is over. No more slaves for me. No, man, they moved behind the scenes. They built their factories and stores and their docks and started doing the same thing, but just on a way bigger scale. And without anyone trying to stop them, too, because nobody is really like, oh, no, we can't have all these corporations and blah, blah, blah. They just they just did it. So what? could we do in like this modern day slavery because just like in egypt we got to give the waltons our money that we earn in order to eat every night the waltons are the owners of walmart 
The Bible says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward if you are serving the Lord Christ. This means that whichever place you're working at, whatever workplace you're in, if you simply ask God for help or guidance, you'll end up happy. You'll end, you'll end up good because he will give you that happiness. One way or another, he'll give you that happiness. If you stop and think, maybe I'm actually fine and you start working on yourself with God, you'll end up exactly where you need to be. If every day you think, oh, I'm just making this person richer, or this company richer. And don't worry, they'll get theirs. They're 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 in for a big one. <laughs> you just worry about making yourself richer with Yeshua. Cause what's waiting on the other side of all this is pure beauty. Unlike no other beauty, and it's a place where no work needs to be done because it's already prepared for eternity. Alright, alright. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. If you've reached this far, I really appreciate it. Um, I know it was a bit longer, but I had to give you guys the history, where work originates, where it came from, how it's supposed to be, all that, because it just gives us that perspective of how it should have been and how it should be. Thank you again, and good night.